Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and our collective mental health has been challenged, to say the least, the last couple of years. We wanted to talk about mental health, get context for just how hard the last couple of years have been, and what we can do about it. Our guest is Schroeder Stribling, president and CEO of Mental Health America. So I think anyone that's lived through the last couple years kind of understands, but just how difficult has you know, the last two plus years been for Americans' mental health? Well, first of all, thank you for having me and for highlighting the topic. It's so important for precisely the reason that you mentioned. There's almost no one who hasn't felt some effect in their mental health of the past two years, the public health emergency and the pandemic, even if that's only just a depletion of our resilience. But the data speak very, very loudly about how many people are in serious distress and crisis. At Mental Health America, we have a free anonymous online screening program where people can go if they're concerned about their own mental health. And in the two years of the pandemic, there has been an over 600% increase in the use of our website for screening. So that tells us a lot about how many people are concerned about their mental health. In fact, just this past year, five and a half million people took a mental health screen. And over this past year, more people of all those screeners reported thoughts of suicide or self-harm than ever before since we launched the program in 2014, with our biggest concern being youth. About 45% of those who took screenings were ages 11 to 17, and more than half of those, 51%, reported that they were having frequent thoughts of suicide most days of the week. So we are obviously in a crisis situation, and um, that's one of the reasons why this year's Mental Health Month is so important. And it seems to me over the last two years, I mean, living through a pandemic is one thing. But then we've had, you know, specifically the, the summer with the, the murder of George Floyd and the fight for racial justice. And now in the last several months, we have had the culture war stoked for LGBTQ. And you talk about youth, you know, we're putting a lot on the table for specifically the next generation. You are so right. And I'm so glad that you highlighted those things because it isn't just the public health emergency, but all of those things that you mentioned, whether it is the racial justice issues, uh, racial trauma that people have been experiencing, whether it's the state of the world and climate change and all kinds of things that youth who are growing up right now are facing that weren't true for my generation. So it's a much different outlook, all with regard to things that um, affect our, our sense of stability and safety. And this is especially important for youth and for our efforts to provide the conditions for their mentally healthy future. When we talk about mental health struggles, are we talking for the most part, depression, anxiety, are 
you know, are there other things under this umbrella that uh, you're concerned about? You're absolutely right. The depression and anxiety are in the lead. And those are the most frequent things that people come to screen themselves for at Mental Health America. However, as we're talking about, it's kind of like the floor has been lowered for everyone in this uh, um, time. And so for people who had pre-existing mental health conditions, that could be depression and anxiety, it could be PTSD, it could be bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or other mental health conditions. Things Conditions were worsened for everyone. So we're concerned about those who were in uh, living with or in recovery from a mental health condition prior to the pandemic, especially as well. And to note the numbers around the addiction crisis, I think this is very important. The We had record numbers of opioid overdose deaths and the number of deaths related to alcohol also spiked by close to 25% as well. So these are some real indications of how how serious the situation is. And we talk about mental health, and I think one of the things in the last few years is people talking about going to therapy and being in therapy has become much more mainstream. It's not the taboo it was, I would say, even five, six years ago. But that being said, we aren't built the infrastructure for therapy, for mental health in this country to handle this. Am I correct? You are correct that right now we have more demand than we have supply. And that is a concern. There are many people in mental health crisis right now. We've seen several states declare states of emergency around children's mental health. In particular, the Surgeon General put out a report. I think some of the good news is a little bit to what you're pointing is that there's been more public conversation. So this helps us in our efforts against stigma. And stigma is often a barrier in and of itself to accessing care. So the more people feel that they're able to be open and talk about their mental health and get to the help that they need, that that is a, a positive thing. Also having it mentioned by the president in the State of the Union as part of his unity agenda, is a wonderful thing. It also signals how um, significant the issue is. So when it comes to trying to address it, and you talk about when it comes to therapists and mental health professionals, the demand is outstripping the supply. If someone feels like they're in crisis, you know, kind of where do you start? You know, when you kind of realize you're overwhelmed, what would you say to somebody as far as how you, you start kind of the road back? Yes. Well, ideally, we wouldn't start from crisis. We really hope at uh, Mental Health America, we're very concerned with prevention efforts, early intervention efforts, getting people to care as early as possible. So perhaps one thing to do is check in on yourself and check in on your friends, even if you're not feeling that you're in crisis. So before crisis, our May Mental Health Toolkit available at our website talks a lot about the basics of mental health so that people can be educated about their mental health, just as we like to be about our physical health. Um, so hopefully, first of all, we get to people before they're in crisis. However, if people are in crisis, 
First thing to do, you can obviously take a screening. You can also um, talk to somebody. This is the most, the first most important step is tell a trusted friend, tell a trusted adult if you're a youth that you need help and what's going on in your life. Sometimes talking with somebody uh, will in and of itself is an assist. And then sometimes people need to be assisted to get to further care. And what we hope with that further care is that we're, we're, we have, we're deploying effective intervention strategies. Really good intervention strategies are ones that uh, integrate care, for instance, collaborative care where medical and mental health are together or integrated help in the community where counseling and basic needs like housing and employment are also addressed. So hopefully with if somebody can talk to somebody and get to a place where they can get help, we realize that at the moment there, there some people are running into waiting lists, other access issues, but do look out for a mental health America affiliate or other community clinics in your area, which are working to ramp up to meet the need as quickly as possible. And are we in an unprecedented time? Like what well, we talked about all these things that have kind of converged over the last 24 months or so. And then you kind of put on top of it, you kind of learn about everything with social media and whether or not it affects you, it can affect your mental health and kind of get you upset, even if it doesn't affect you in the least. Are these, should we kind of understand that we are in really unprecedented set of circumstances right now? And if you're not feeling okay, it's okay. And there's probably a lot of reasons why. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. If you're not feeling okay, there are many reasons why you might not be feeling okay. I think all of us can speak to that in some way. We've all felt some um, effect of this. So uh, you, to your point, yes, we are in a generationally unique moment. Um, this is unprecedented and it's, we need to be to link arms, all of us, uh, all of us in the mental health community, but also all of us um, together uh, as a country and as citizens and as families and communities, we need to be all in this together. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.